0: this is the curious human podcast i'm your host rochelle taylor and i am so grateful to have you here joining me for this soul expansive experience my intention for each episode is to weave together storytelling insight and in-depth conversations that provide you with tools to support your evolution embody your wellness practices and understand yourself more deeply Here you'll hear from me alongside thought leaders and impactful voices, and we're talking about all the things that pique your curiosity and will inspire you to step into an aligned and expansive expression of your life. Topics like health, spirituality, psychology, the Enneagram, wellness, and creativity. I believe that you were put on this earth just as you are with your own unique gifts, story, lessons, and infinitely curious spirit by design. So together, let's nurture our curiosity, unearth our potential for evolution and growth, and support each other as we do our best navigating this wild ride we call life. Hello, hello, Curious Human, and welcome to this solo episode of the podcast. I am stoked to be here to sit with you and share time and space with you and to be here to support your expansion. In today's episode, we are going to cover signs of overwhelm for each of the nine Enneagram types. Before we dive in, just a reminder that your Enneagram type is one of nine unique ways of navigating the world, and knowing your type gives you a radical self-awareness and understanding of how you operate through the world and outlines your unique path to embodying your potential. Burnout and overwhelm seem to be buzzing around the collective narrative these days, and it's not surprising. We've all been put into these pressure cookers of uncertainty, stress, having to adapt, shift, change, and navigate all the unknowns, all while still trying to be productive and purposeful in your work, be a good friend, partner, parent, and the list literally feels never-ending. But what does it mean to be burnt out? Is it different from being overwhelmed? Do burnout and overwhelm look the same for everyone? Is our pathway back to ourselves the same? From this embodied Enneagram perspective, burnout and overwhelm are related. They are both misuses of your energy, your life force, or what in yogic philosophy we call prana in Sanskrit. Overwhelm starts to happen when we overuse one of the three intelligence centers that we humans have to perceive and process information in the world. The mind, the heart, and the gut. Each of these nine Enneagram types have a predictable way of getting stuck by only using their energy and subsequently overusing it by relying on one or sometimes two dominant centers. When you start to over rely on one of these centers, overthinking, overfeeling, or taking too much action, You literally exhaust it to the point of overwhelm. It cannot handle any more information. This is when you typically will start to experience a stress response. And again, for each of the nine types, we have a unique stress response. But for every type, our stress response actually creates this self-sabotaging loop of behavior that takes us further away from the thing we really want, our core desired feeling. And at this point, if once you are overwhelmed and you continue to overuse and over rely your dominant center and not rest or start to expand your energetic capacity, and at that point, this is when your physical body, important others, and, and WebMD search results are gonna start to give you clues that this is not sustainable. If at that point you can disconnect, rest, and literally recharge your capacity, recharge your batteries, move towards your growth point, you can start to come back to a place of average health. And this is referring to those levels of health that we have within the Enneagram. But when you don't listen to the signs of your body, heart, and mind, and you keep over-relying on that dominant center, you will literally burn out its capacity and it will no longer allow you to keep going as you've been. This is when we start to burn out. And just like the literal burning out of a candle, your light will dwindle and now depleted of energy, you'll have fully exhausted yourself and your body will no longer give you the option to rest. So obviously we don't want to reach this point of burnout. I'm sure we've all been there. And if you have, take a moment to forgive yourself, it's fine. But can we use this information? Can we see the pattern so that we can perhaps meet it sooner? meet ourselves with what we need sooner so it doesn't get to that point of burnout. So I'm going to share a few signs of overwhelm for each of the nine types, hopefully so that you can start to recognize these within yourself and catch yourself and give yourself a rest, um, a break, an opportunity to recharge. Signs of overwhelm for each of the nine Enneagram types. We're gonna start with type two, sorting the types by triad. So type two and the heart types. And in overwhelm, type twos navigate with primarily through the heart and will overuse that heart energy on focusing on the needs of others and what everyone else needs Underusing that heart energy on themselves this misuse of the energy of the heart um, creates overwhelm that feels like a foggy mind um, that they aren't able to think clearly an unusual lack of compassion. So often twos are there for you and excited and really do love to be in service. It's connecting with that altruism within the service. But when they start to have a lack of compassion and don't care, this is a sign of overwhelm for the type two, being fully drained. Literally, the two, this heart energy, they can outpour it to the point where they have none left, and really feeling fully physically um, and emotionally drained, and and finally, uh, really wanting to sort of crawl into their own cave and retreat away from others. So while solitude can be a healing practice for the two, they don't often take it. So often when they are by their own volition, you know, um, crawling into their own cave, you know that they've exhausted and that they are literally at the point where they need time away from others to focus on their own needs. So it's that point really honoring and giving um, that rest to a type 2 is is really important and allowing them to have that solitude. But if you are a type 2, know that you absolutely have that right to create your cave and create your space. Um, And because of the way that you absorb energy from others, you know, you really actually need that distance to be able to give yourself that space to recharge those batteries. Type three, so also a heart type. Threes will overuse their heart energy in a different way than twos will, and I like to Um, compare it to how the heart is responsible for cardiovascular activity. So high intensity, um, fast moving, forever going activity. And if you think about it, the heart is the only muscle in the body that never gets a rest. It's always going. It's always pumping from the moment you're born to the moment you die. It never takes a break. And this is the heart energy that the three type will overuse to that point of overwhelm. So once they, and just like after an ultra marathon, right? After you've run and run and run and run and run. Afterwards, you will fully collapse, right? That is not sustainable to be moving at high intensities, always pursuing, always going, 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 which can be how the three will get stuck. Low motivation, low energy, literally exhausted, but At the same time, um, they're inside, they're feeling this constant pressure to succeed. So, despite being fully depleted and exhausted, still wanting to say yes and keep going and um, ignore the visible cues that their body needs rest. Another sign that the type three is overwhelmed is when they're apathetic. You know, threes are heart types and they can get lit up and excited and bring that, you know, high energy that gets things done to incredible to incredible achievements but also to really great collaborative pursuits if you're a three and something that normally lights you up you can't get excited about and you just feel meh nah towards this is for sure a sign of overwhelm and that you need some rest you need some more energy um, to recharge those batteries so that you can start to and not only create amazing things that light everyone up, but also tend to your own inner flame, right? To lighting yourself up in a way that feels authentic and true to you. Moving on to type fours, fours are also a heart type. They take in that heart energy. They draw in what other people are feeling. They take on what other people think and say into their heart space. Fours get stuck by over-amplifying what's going on outside of them and taking it in and taking it to heart. And over time, What will happen to the four is that they'll become literally deflated and really disconnected with their sense of action. The signs of overwhelm for the four type are when they are really frustrated. Typically, fours are enjoy type. They love to enjoy life. So when the four is getting frustrated and easily quick to temper, we can know that the four might be experiencing some overwhelm. When the four feels disconnected from the body and the life force energy, so so again when they take in too much really that makes them feel disconnected from their physical selves and their physical vessels a big sign for a4 uh, that they are overwhelming their energy or they are overwhelmed is when they don't feel any creative inspiration so again you know when we overuse our gifts when we when we overdo what our type does naturally we expend all of that energy and won't have anything left so after all this creating a way to receive gratification and admiration from others that they will take in and that's what they want when they are disconnected from life force disconnected from creativity these are signs for the four to rest recharge disconnect moving into the head center now to the five type fives are head types who are information oriented and they overuse their energy by over relying on information over prioritizing information over action staying disconnected from their bodies by staying really lost in their head in you know the depth of information and and really driven by their desire of wanting to know and when the five overuses that you know spends too much of their energy within the depths of their mind um, they're really disconnected from their energy their physical body doesn't have the energy because their mind is taking it all up this can can lead to and while often fives can thrive in that you know depth of information when they start to get overwhelmed it shifts and they become more scattered their energy becomes more scattered and they're unable to focus and this is a sign of overwhelm for the five type and when the five who yes by nature enjoys time alone when they get too deep when they over rely on that defense of being alone and don't let any don't want to let any anyone else in um, this is a sign of overwhelm for the five that and actually the fives rest the five's rest point is towards action. While the two, was their rest is away from people so that they don't take on their energy, the fives type of rest is actually to get their body moving, to get back into their bodies, into their physical selves, get their blood going. Um, and when they are very isolated, this is when we start to know that these are signs of burnout and these are signs of overwhelm for the five type. When the five becomes disconnected from their hobbies, this is also when to check in. So if you're feeling disconnected from your hobbies and you're a five and the things that would normally, you know, spark your imagination and and be this place where you felt it was okay to nerd out on what you love to do um, and those things don't excite you anymore, this is when you should offer yourself um, some physical rest. Moving on through the headspace, the type six, the six will get stuck by having this doubters mind that they have by nature by using it on overdrive. And by doubting, 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 you're really disconnected from the trust of the inner instincts. And this doubting loop that sixes can get caught in in times of stress um, really overexerts their energetic capacity and kind of keeps it stuck on rotation specifically through the mind. And so signs of overwhelm for a six is when they become really suspicious and are in a constant state of questioning. So unable to land on a decision, unable to know the next right thing to do, unable to connect with those good qualities of um, navigating the world through the head, that vision for the caught in loop of spirals in the mind, sixes who are one of the most likable types, friendly and reliable and will stand shoulder to shoulder with you, when they get caught on loops of stress will become disconnected from their heart and that inner knowing of connection and, and depth of relationship that exists and rather get caught on loops in the mind and think that nobody likes them or that they're no good or that what they bring or they're not a valid member of the collective of the group. Um, and when the six who does like to stand shoulder to shoulder with others starts to um, question who likes them, if anybody likes them, if they're valid there, this is a sign of overwhelm for the six, and that they're really overexpending that energy on getting caught in the loop in them in the in their minds. Um and then a physical sign, and finally a physical sign of overwhelm for the six is that they are so 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 busy um, and they have so much going on that they feel like they will implode at any second so their minds are full of information and often sixes will respond to that fear by um, being indispensable to others so um, doing everything they can to make sure that you know they're a good friend and a good partner and making sure that their relationships are safe ground into that sense of security but it'll mean that the six will often overburden themselves and have way too much going on and physically start to burn out. And then finally, last type in the head triad, the 7. And 7s when they're when a 7 is overwhelmed, again a head type, their monkey mind can't settle on the present moment so perpetually caught in this future thinking and really unable to land in the here and now and this perpetual thinking about the future and over relying on on the mind rather than feeling in action means that they'll get caught up in plans or caught up in ideas or caught up in work or whatever it is and not listen to the physical cues of their bodies and their hearts and their breath Right? So even when their body starts to get physically unwell, when they get overwhelmed because they've um, expended all their resources on planning um, and and then actually pursuing and acting upon and going after those plans, that their bodies will become physically unwell, the breath will become shallow, but they'll ignore these um, by staying caught in always what's next, what's next in the future. Another sign of overwhelm for the type seven is when they start to consume mindlessly. So again, gluttony as the sin of choice, if you'd like for the seven, when consumption um, isn't coming from a place of joy, but rather a place of really trying to ground is, is what it's trying to, but rather than using the body, it's trying to use whatever they can consume, whatever they can get through to come back and find the present moment. So when you're seeing these signs in your seven, invite them to take a break take physical rest and deepen their relationship with the here and now finally moving into the gut triad body types eights nines and ones signs that a type eight is overwhelmed is when they're really quick to their anger and aggression and we know that the type eights can are, are close to their anger but when it becomes from a place of overwhelm real the eights also really have this loving um, expansive heart space quality that's available and accessible to them and even in you know their sort of leadership moments of being big and strong in embodiment we see eights being still very loving and able to access that heart quality but when they are really quick to anger um, that's when we know that they're overwhelmed and that they're really caught in overusing that action. Father was an eight, I'll always remember. He's like, walk it off, move it off. You know, they're comfortable with action. Sometimes you just need stillness. And instead of anger, sometimes you need to shed a tear, right? So when we know, when we see an eight very quick to anger, this is an opportunity to invite them into rest. They probably won't like it, but always try a sign of overwhelm for the type eight is that they're feeling off their game they've overdone it they've overacted they've overpursued their dreams they've overworked um and in overwhelm they'll just feel off and because they are body types the body will probably be the first to communicate whether that's digestive issues or physical aches um but a sign of overwhelm for the type eights showing up in their physical bodies for sure Type nine, signs of overwhelm for the type nine, the type nine in the body center misuses its energy by over prioritizing the needs and agendas of others and under prioritizing their own. Oftentimes nines can be really busy and really hard workers towards other people's goals, but really have no idea what that would even look like to do for themselves. Over time, when we do this over and over again, this using our energy for others rather than ourselves, you know, physical body will start to feel neglected and be in pain because it knows it's not operating from a place of alignment that's bringing you to your truth and it's going to let you know. Nines in overwhelm can also start to fall down rabbit holes of worst case scenarios. This comes from again and again and again, disconnecting and disassociating from that instinctual life force energy, which is where that inner inner knowing, gut feelings come from. In overwhelm, it can become really easy for the nine type to start to go and get lost in the worst case scenarios of the mind, kind of like the six, and disconnect even more from that energy in a way to deal with the anger that they're not letting themselves feel, that disconnection from the guts, gut center. Nines, when they start to get overwhelmed, will become passive aggressive. So rather than straight out in a way that could cause conflict, say what's bothering them, um, they will come and they'll they'll make a passive aggressive comment and then say that they didn't mean it. And last but not least in our body center, the type one. So signs of burnout. So type ones, again, a body type, and they get stuck by over restricting and over containing their energy. They're trying to be good. So they contain their anger and life force energy down and in. And what ends up happening is that then, and they direct this energy inward in the sense of, I'm always going to try to improve. So this action energy that they overuse in towards themselves makes their inner critic, go on overdrive. So this is one of the biggest signs of overwhelm for the type 1s. The strong inner critic and sometimes anxiety that makes them second guess everything that they do. So when you have a one in your life who normally, um, yes, takes time and is methodical with making decisions, but is able to make them and will take right action towards making them, in stress, they'll start to second guess everything and really feel disconnected from that inner knowing. They become moody and unmotivated. This constant pushing down of those feelings of that energy bill and then comes up and it sometimes even looks, signs of overwhelm with a one, looks like they're about to burst right they look like at any moment they could they could explode because they're literally containing um, that anger and that energy down and in and overwhelm ones become really easily irritable and impatient with mistakes and others anything that they perceive as being wrong so these are all signs to invite the one in your life to rest to recharge their physical bodies recharge their energy and come back to that state of equilibrium so I hope that you found these nine different signs of overwhelm for the nine types of the Enneagram to be helpful. Remember that even just being able to notice these things happening in your unconscious and making them conscious starts to create a shift and means that these patterns don't have a strong uphold hold on you. So as you hold this information, I hope that um, this was able to be helpful to either you or an important other in your life. And remember that not only does the Enneagram offer us insight into the ways that we get stuck and overwhelmed and burnt out, but also into how we grow, evolve, and heal. How we actually learn to use our energy in a more efficient and expansive manner that actually gives us that life that we want, that actually brings us closer to our core desired feeling. If this is something that you're curious about, download the Curious Humans Guide to Embodiment. I'll leave the link in my show notes. In this guide, you'll discover three different types of embodiment work, how to integrate embodiment into your everyday so that you can experience more calm, connection, clarity. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, take a minute to give us a five-star review and help us connect with more curious humans. Thanks, and we'll see you next time.